thanks so much for tuning in to NL Newsday here on this Monday, September the 27th. Now, after a kind of a two-week grace period, if you will, uh, now here in the province of British Columbia, you officially have to use that QR code to prove your vaccine status. You had sort of a, a, a couple of weeks to use that a vaccine appointment card that you would have got when you actually went in to get your vaccine. You could use that as proof of your vaccination status and then cross-reference it with your piece of photo ID. But now, as of today, you're officially supposed to be using the QR code. So what does this mean and, and how have restaurants and the restaurant industry handled this to this point? Well, pleased to welcome the president of the BC Restaurant Association, Ian Tostenson. Ian, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, I appreciate you taking a few minutes here for me here this afternoon. Uh, I guess the first thing is, you know, we've had this in place now for a couple of weeks. How has it gone? I mean, have you heard too much in the way of hiccups to this point, or has it gone fairly smoothly? No, the implementation from the restaurant point of view and our guests have been quite good. Um, it's been very good, actually. The um, And we're finding that majority of people... Uh, have downloaded their QR code. So not too many people have been using the little uh, sheet. Uh, you know, in the first couple of days they did on the original card that we got when we got a vaccination. So people resorted quickly to the QR code. So today's, you know, uh, t so t you're right. Today is that you have to use that code. You can't use the paper. I think we'll be fine there. Uh, we're also seeing that people took the time to download uh, from the site an actual paper copy of the QR code, which is awesome too. So that's gone relatively well. What we were the problem, I should just point out too, while we have a moment here, is that when you go to a restaurant, the restaurant can either, um, they can check it at the door or they can check it at the table. They have mm -hmm. an option. And they also, um, they, they don't have to use the scanner. They can do a visual check. Some people are saying, oh, no, they have to scan it. They don't have to scan it because that scanner only works on BC Vax cards. It won't work, you know, Alberta, you know, people in the U.S. or whatever. So that's a complete option. Um, the problem we're having, though, is is more on uh, people not wanting to opt into the system. So there's about 100 restaurants in B.C. that um, are either are saying we're not going to do this because we don't believe in it. And um, so that's been a bit of an issue. And now we've got government that's doing enforcement. And that's not going to end up well for businesses that are openly defined a public health order, which is, you know, which is wrong. I mean, we, we, we're in this together and these restaurants are open only because the majority of restaurants in BC are undertaking the vaccination passport program, which is allowing us to stay open, but it certainly shouldn't be allowing, you know, businesses that don't want to participate for whatever reason uh, to stay open. And so that's been a bit of an issue. The only other issue we've had are have people coming into restaurants and kind of losing it, uh, and losing it on young hospitality staff, which is wrong. Mm -hmm. and, and again, um, you know, we're whether we like this or not, we're doing it. It's the right thing to do. And you know, so someone standing in a restaurant, working a restaurant, I mean, anybody should think twice about taking out of them because they didn't design the program. What What do you? say to those restaurants who are sort of willingly defying this? I mean, we've talked about it before with, with other issues that have come in, whether it be a mass mandate or the, the limits at tables that you could have throughout the course of different waves of this pandemic. And, and you know, the advice has always been if you're, if you're defying a public health order, there's really not a whole lot that the Restaurant Association can do other than say, smarten up or you might get shut down, in which case you're probably not going to be, you know, advocating for them the same way you would be otherwise. Well, yeah, the the um, uh, you know the associations that are involved in this, not just us, 
Um, you know, we we're, we get fed information. I mean, I hate to do this kind of stuff, but we get fed information. We just pass it on to the government, and they'll do with it whatever we want. We don't know what their uh, schedule is for enforcement. But the fact of the matter is here is that um, this is a health order. This is a pandemic. And it's no different than you and I saying, well, you know what? We don't really care about ID and drinking, mm-hmm. for example. We just we don't believe that we should be asking people that kind of information. So we're not going to do it. Well, it's a law. And in, in this case, this is a law that's trying to do two things, is to encourage people to get vaccinated and also to keep people feeling safe. We're getting more email from people saying, this is awesome. I like going to a restaurant now. Because if you go to a restaurant, you know that the people inside of it have got one or two shots, and they feel more comfortable, and that's their right to feel that way. And so, you know, I really uh, encourage the businesses to just get on board. I mean, whether you like it or not, get on board, and let's see if we can get BC out of this circle of pandemic sooner than later. That's really what I'd like to see. Yeah, I think we're all feeling that exact same way here, Ian. Um, you know, you kind of answered one of my questions that I did have in your in your initial response, but talking about how, you know, some restaurants are using the, the software that was provided, the app to scan people's QR codes, but not everyone is doing that. I'm about 50-50 in the, I think, four times I've had to use it now so far is some people check it at the door, some people check it at your seat. I think I've been scanned twice and I've just been sort of cross-referenced with an ID looking at my QR code a couple of times but is there any confusion that you've been hearing about the people coming from outside of province i mean you mentioned how that's probably one of the reasons why this scanner is not being used is so it provides the opportunity from people coming from you know alberta or 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 elsewhere you know to come to a restaurant you don't have to worry about that scanner since it's not going to work so has there been a pretty clear messaging i suppose to the restaurants across this province um you know what happens if someone's coming from outside of bc yeah, there's good information in terms of um, on the government website as to um, different ways. So basically, the uh, they have to show ID to verify that they are who they are, picture, photo ID, and they also have to um, show whatever their vaccination card is. So um, we just accept that at face value. I mean, if it's from Manitoba or Ontario, but there are examples on the government website that uh, uh, industry can use and go just take a quick check if they want to. But by and large. You know, we're finding that 99% of the people aren't, aren't showing up with fake documents and stuff. I mean, you know, um, people are being really honest about it. And the signage in a restaurant makes it very clear that you can't come in unless you do show it. And I don't know that too many people want to feel that bold by trying to game the system. Uh, it just, it, you know, it's just we haven't seen that. But like I said, the information as to how to deal with uh, information outside of BC is on the website. All right. Um, I think it's pretty straightforward. I mean, today is, like I said, the official first day of using that QR code where that is sort of the the mandate that's in place right now. Uh, But, uh, you know, it seems pretty straightforward to me. Like I said, I've used it a few times. How many times have you used it? Have you had any issues yourself? (laughs) Yeah, I did. The very first restaurant I went to, the guy goes, you're in vaccination. He says, what? He goes, you vaccination passport. I went, oh, my, yeah, sorry. (laughs) And the guy looked at me like, and I, you know, was, I didn't even think about it, but of course, then that, that, then that, now I got it all organized, so it goes really fast. Um, but you know, uh, apart from that, no, it's been really smooth. It just you know, it takes, you know, five seconds. You have your documents, away you go. I think the, you know, for your listeners, when you're into a restaurant, and there, by the way, we should just point out there are restaurants that are exempted from this: the quick service restaurants, yeah. uh, counter service restaurants, and coffee shops, and that's just a, a logistical. 
it would be hard to take the information, but in most cases, those are quick transactions. But, you know, if you're, if you're in a place and you see, uh, you know, someone ask you for, you know, smile behind your mask and tell them you're smiling and thank them because it's been really tough on the staff yet again. They're taking a little bit of heat over this for the public, but they love to hear positive statements. And from me, on behalf of the industry, always, as I always say, thank you for your support, for supporting our restaurants. It's so important. Absolutely. Well, I, I hope that uh, most servers and and uh, you know hostesses and hosts or whatever are, are feeling the love for the most part. I know it's not not going to be an across the board thing, but I think most people are pretty happy with the work that they've done, and I appreciate them. You know, checking our vaccine status cards to make sure we know when we sit down in a restaurant that others around us are also doing their part to try to protect themselves from COVID nineteen. Uh, I did just want to ask you one question on a different topic here, Ian. While I had you, but uh, there was the announcement. Uh, I think it came down yesterday, if I remember seeing it correctly, with the whole. Uh, BC fee for the uh, delivery apps like your Skip the Dishes and Uber Eats and whatnot. That I think it's ninety nine cents, if I remember correctly. The BC charge that's been on there. How how important do you think that is for restaurants to have that BC fee, or does that do anything for restaurants? I honestly can't remember the answer to that question. Yeah, so we've, so the the, the the government's worked with us again to cap the the uh, the absolute charges that the um, can, uh, restaurant can be charged. So prior to the pandemic, we were seeing you know delivery. Uh, or, or commissions charged to restaurants from the three big, you know, Skip the Dishes, DoorDash, and Uber Eats of about 30%. And that at that point effectively takes away all the profit. So it's been, uh, they were capped right. at 15% plus 5%. Uh, one company had on a 99 cent fee, you know, that didn't go over very well. I don't know what they've done with it on delivery. But um, we tried in the last uh, three months, knowing that the, the, it was coming to an end at the end of this month, I tried to negotiate something uh, as a, a, for a BC rate with these three companies, but of course, they're international. I think there was a reluctance to try to cut some deal in British Columbia that might affect the rest of their marketplaces, and so that didn't happen. And the government surprised us because they said after, uh, uh, pardon me, September 30th, we probably can't do this again. But they did it. They found a way. Good for them to extend it for three months. And I think now we can either try to cut a deal with the delivery companies to get these prices in line so that, that there's a little bit of profit in it for restaurants, or um, maybe where the government will move to a more permanent solution, which is what they've done in San Francisco and New York, where they've, um, they've actually capped their rates at 20%. And uh, so one way or the other, I think we'll get through this, but it's, a, it's an important part. It's about 25 to 35% of our business uh, and it's gone up a little bit in the last couple of weeks because of the situation. But, you know, before that is maybe 10 or 15%. So it's here to stay and we've got to make sure that we make it profitable and not just, you know, give all the profit to, uh, to, to these big delivery companies. Absolutely. Yeah. I was mixing it up a little bit. The 99 cent fee is on skip the dishes. That's something they implemented to try to offset the BC cap that was yeah. put in place. Yeah. That's, that's where it was. I'm not so. sure. And I, I don't know if they kept that, but it, it didn't go over real well. I'm just kind of like, we got capped over here, so we'll throw 99 cents over there. And he went, oh, seriously, like, so... Um, I'm pretty sure it's still on off. there, yeah. I, I, I yeah, try not to use it all that much, but uh, I don't necessarily <laughs> check my bill when I do, but I'm pretty sure it's still there. Well, you know, the best uh, the best one is to go pick it up. That's the best profit to the margin for the restaurant. Yeah. And I just got to say, you know, um, when people say thank you, give a smile to hospitality work- workers, it doesn't work because you have a mask on, so... You get a sort of twinkle in your eyes when you say thanks. <laughs> the, a <laughs> smile with your eyes, right? There you go. Absolutely.
Awesome, Ian. Well, thank you so much for your time here today. Always enjoy talking to you, and uh, I do hope everything continues to go smoothly as it seems like it has for the most part so far. Yeah. Um, but, of course, whenever thing does or when things do go the other way, that's when we hear about it, right? If it's one in a million, we hear about the one. So I hope uh, I hope that's not going to be happening too often, but nonetheless, it's probably going to happen, but appreciate your time today. Thanks so much. Have a great afternoon. Absolutely. You as well. President of the BC Restaurant and Food Services Association right there, Ian Tossinson.